You are listening to We Woke Up Like This. I'm Reverend Joya. And I'm Reverend Celia. And we We are loyal to loving and supporting soul awakening in every human being. On this episode of We Woke Up Like This, Reverend Joya talks about her formula for awakening and we dive deep into thoughts becoming things. Grab a notebook. Hello, hello, beautiful lights and souls. This is Reverend Joya here with this episode of We Woke Up Like This podcast. I wanted to talk about a formula that I've discovered in the awakening process. This year, 2022, as I record this, it's the end of November, and it was December 6th last year, December 6th of 2021, that I had a massive binge drinking episode that started out with a brunch and didn't end until I got home at, I don't know, I think it was around midnight. And during that time, I found myself in a very shady place that I would never, ever, 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 ever go to sober. And while I was there, I had this out-of-body experience where I felt myself like hover and leave my body and observe myself. And it was this energy that was very non-judgmental. It was just observing, just looking, noticing, being in awareness with zero judgment. That was what was was interesting. It wasn't like I was judging the people around me. Or I was even judging myself. It was just this pure observation of what was happening. And I was able to take it all in, not only from my experience and and how I was seeing it through the eyes of my body, but I was able to take in the experience, the collective experience of all of the people around me. And it was very, very escapist, low vibrational, very hedonistic and very numbing. And then this question dropped into uh, the body. I'm going to call it the body because this consciousness, my consciousness was out of my body. And the question dropped in and it said, what quality of consciousness do you want animating your body? And I popped back into my body and I said, not this one, even though I was unbelievably drunk. And I just looked at the people that I was with and I said, I'm leaving. And I went outside and I called an Uber and I went home and I committed that day, December 6th, 2021 to expand and explore what that meant, what the answer to that question was, what level of consciousness, what, what vibrational quality of consciousness do you want animating your body? And so that told me that there was a choice somewhere in this process. And then that really led me into this question of consciousness, what it is, what is my consciousness? Who am I? What am I labeling as me? And it invited me to 
go into a deeper practice of a practice I've done before, you know, through mindfulness, being a mindfulness trainer and studying mindfulness, this inquiry, the self inquiry, who's doing the noticing, who's noticing the thoughts, who, who, what is the quality of self that's noticing the experience? And that's the quant, that's the consciousness. So if I can change that vibration of consciousness, then that would say that I'm changing my experience because I'm changing what I notice. And that was the inquiry. Who, what is doing the noticing? And underneath all of that was this, is this quality of the isness is what I call it. Where in the back of all of the labels, even labeling the self as spiritual, that's just another label, label, and that can be just another uh, ego costume that the personality puts on. That underneath all of that, there's this stillness, there's this isness, this return to a deep, quiet, this deep space within. So in this isness is this calmness, this stillness, where there's no need for labels anymore. There's no need for titles. There's no need for self-importance. There's no need for specialness. There's no need for this uh, energy of, look at me, look at me, this competition energy. There's just none of that in the isness. In the isness, there just feels like there's just these arisings, these sparks of pure vibrational consciousness that seek to express and embody through us, through the human being, through the, the human who is created in the image and the likeness of the divine. We are a conscious animation of that divine spark. So are animals, so are plants. We have all these different kingdoms here on planet Earth, right? We've got mineral, plant, animal, and us. And they're all expressions of divine consciousness. And human beings get to be self-conscious, meaning that we get to be aware that we're aware. We get metacognition. And that's the whole point of mindfulness, which leads me to the formula, this awakening formula that I wrote down how it happens because we all know by now, right? Thoughts create things. We've all heard this as you think you shall create, as you think you shall become as a person thinks in their heart. So are they. And what does that mean? I mean, we all know it logically, but are we living it? Are we embodying it? Are we being it? The human brain doesn't stop thinking. It's a processing device. It's what it does. It thinks, 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 and it processes, processes, processes. And it's taking in sensory information and sensory data. And you could really think of your brain as being a, a data collection device. 
It's fascinating. It, and it's not only a data collection device, it's also a projector that we're projecting the world through our eyes. So not only are we taking in the world through our eyes, we are projecting the world we see. I mean, think about that for a minute. That you're not seeing the world as it is. You are projecting the world you see. That is mind-blowing when you think about that power, what that is, what that means. Which goes back to, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer said, he said it best. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it's so true. Here's the formula. Thought, practice, experience, realization, beliefs, and becoming. And I'll break those down. So the first one is thoughts. What we are thinking about determines the quality of our experience. Our thoughts are the filters of our reality. Our thoughts drive our emotions and our emotions drive our thoughts. But for the most part, part, our thoughts are creating our emotional responses and our emotional responses are simply chemical reactions happening, happening in the body that are imprinting 300 different neuropeptides on your cellular structure based on your own thinking that you're chemically imprinting your body, which is a communication device for spirit. So when you change the quality of what you're thinking about, then you change your experience. You change your attitudes. Your attitudes are the filters of your perceptions. And of course, your attitudes are driven by your thoughts. The attitude of gratitude is a filter. When you see the world through the filter of gratitude, That's your attitude and your attitude determines your direction. And when we change that attitude, we change our filter of perception, which, as I said earlier, is the projector of our reality. So when we change our quality of our thinking, we start to change what we're doing, what we're practicing. So this is where I love to utilize the gene keys. Because there are divine inherencies of the creator that we are endowed with. And in the old school texts of divine science, which is what I've studied, I'm a divine sciences minister. They say that there are the inherencies of God, which we inherited these inherencies of God, and they're already existent within us. And it's for us to see them and recognize them and cultivate them and bring them out. And the original inherencies of God are life love, wisdom, intelligence, peace, creativity, beauty, and joy. And for those of you who are wanting to write that down, I'll say them again. So the original inherencies of God, according to divine science, is life, love, wisdom, intelligence, peace, creativity, 
beauty, and joy. But, and, I will say and, the inherencies of God, I believe, are 64 inherencies of God, that they are the gene keys. So that's why I like to use the gene keys with my clients and with myself, because they give you a recipe of thought, a recipe of things to think about, of qualities to think about, of qualities to think of yourself as. And so I know mine, you know, you have the shadows, which are the ego projections, the low vibrational ego projections that we create and cast on the world. These are the things we project onto the world. And then from those shadows, we have our gifts, which are what we can manifest in the world really quite easily when we vibrate up out of the shadow frequencies and we step into the gift frequencies. This is an entirely attainable for every human being on this planet to step into the gift vibration. And then the Siddic state or the enlightened state, of course, is what the enlightened masters, what, what Yeshua, what Buddha, what Muhammad, what um, Gandhi, what these different people manifested and created in themselves through being enlightened masters, enlightened beings are these Siddic states. And you also have those in you. Those are your divine potential. So keeping your thoughts occupied on that is what we are meant to do. Those become the filters of perception. Those become the filter of reality. Those become the lens through which I create my experience and you get to create your experience. So we can become conscious creators when we occupy our thoughts, whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are holy, whatsoever things are beautiful, think on these things. And these are your divine inherencies, your divine qualities, your divine blueprint, your divine stamp of intention, just like the seed has. I've talked about that before, the the amazingness of a seed, holding a little seed in your hand, an apple seed or any kind of seed, and thinking that there's a whole tree right there in your hand, the whole potential to be a fruiting, flowering tree you can hold right there in your hand. But you have to plant it in soil and allow nature to do its thing, to do its work. Because it's not enough just to hold the seed and, and, and say, I have this seed, I have this seed. You have to also plant the seed and then you have to nurture the seed and you have to water the seed and then you have to trust that nature can do its process. This mysterious chemical process, alchemical process of the universe that works not only on the seed, but also through us. So we think on our divine qualities, which are our gene keys, gene keys, and you can get your gene key chart for free. And if you do nothing else, you don't even have to understand it. You don't even have to know what it is just to read the words and say them are enough. You can go to genekeys.com and download your chart and see what your shadows are and see what your gifts are and see what your acidic state potentiality is. And then just say it. I am, I am, and go through all of those 11 keys So it'll be 22 qualities. Memorize them. Say them every day. Keep your brain occupied on those things. This is what you think about. What you think about, you bring about. So if you're walking around thinking, I am self-assured. I am strength. 
I am freedom. I am intimacy. I mean, how powerful are those words? Those are my four gifts. I am presence. I am majesty. I am freedom. I am transparency. Those are my Siddic states, my Siddic qualities of my four prime gifts. They're so much more powerful to think about. You're focusing on your thoughts. You have your thoughts focused, held onto a vision. And this vision is who you truly are. Then from there, you put those into practice. Your practice is what you're expressing, expressing in the world. And so I've said before, like we all have the same exact, exact purpose as human beings. And that is to awaken to our divine nature. And then how we express that, what we do in the world, there's infinite ways to express. And when you align your thinking, your vibrations of thought to the quality of your higher vibrational ways of being, ideas start to land in your thinking and ideas are the currency of the universe and ideas are going to be vibrationally aligned to your quality and your level of thinking and ideas will land on you that you are capable of manifesting. If you get this, if you get an idea, it's because you can do it. If you have an idea, it's because you can create it. If you have an idea, it's a seed. These are the seeds landing on you. And it's not enough to hold it in your hand and say, oh, look, I have an idea. You now get to plant this idea. You get to water this idea. You get to nurture this idea. You get to take care of this idea. You get to put this idea into cultivation and practice. Through your thinking and your practicing, thinking and I'm practicing, I'm thinking and I'm practicing this idea. So from our practices now, we create experience. We create experiences. Experiences are what's happening, what you're noticing. Your feelings are feedback for your experiences. So just between these first three things, you're thinking, you're practicing, and you're experiencing, that alone creates a loop. If you're not enjoying your experience, if your experience is, let's label it good or bad, positive or negative, it's just feedback, it's just data. Am I enjoying this experience? Is this experience expanding me? Is this experience taking me in the direction of my thinking, of my idea, of my vision? And your experience is going to give you feedback as to what you're practicing, what you're doing. So it's really just so you can course correct your attitude. If we go back to attitude being a directional uh, term, if your experience isn't in alignment, then go back to changing the attitude, changing the practice, and then you change your experience. So through these experiences, now we have realizations. And realizations happen when your consciousness changes. These are these aha moments. Aha. Oh my gosh, I just realized this. 
I brought this into my conscious ability to see it, perceive it, choose it, change it. It's a realization. And I wrote a while ago with the word realize, R-E-A-L-I-Z-E. I wrote real eyes, R-E-A-L-E-Y-E-S. Realize real lies, R-E-A-L-L-I-E-S. Your real eyes realize real lies. Because you can't, your experiences don't lie. Your experiences are your feedback. And when you learn to trust your feedback, you learn to trust your body's innate intelligence, your heart's wisdom, your gut's wisdom, your mind's wisdom, you have realizations. And when you have realizations, you change what you believe. And this is how we're putting ourselves on autopilot, by the way. This is this awakening process. Awakening means that you're not asleep anymore. You're in realization, you realize, 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 and your real eyes also realize truth. Your truth, your experience, you as your own divine self, your, your autonomous skin bubble of a universe that you contain. You're a container for consciousness. So when we change what we believe, we change what we become. And this is how we put ourselves on complete autopilot, where you don't have to think about it anymore. Because your thoughts are now automatically aligned to a higher vibrational way of being through this process of becoming And this could actually be the steps of the seed of us, of our consciousness, the seeds of our consciousness. This is how I've done it this year. Changing my thinking, changing what I'm practicing, changing what I'm experiencing, changing what I've realized, changing what I believe, which has changed who I am. So that I'm no longer consciously putting forth effort so much energy and effort in the process of awakening because I'm awake. And now it's really this process of, uh, now that I've done this work to get the ship moving or to get the, the bloom blooming, it's like, you know, like in the beginning when we're, when we're planting a seed, when we're nurturing a seed, when we're cultivating a seed, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's like having a baby. It's a lot of work. (laughs) Or anything that that starts off, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of power to get off the starting line. It takes a lot of power to get a boat moving. It takes a lot of power to get a jet engine, an airplane to lift off into the sky. It takes a lot of power for us to change. It takes a lot of power for us to cultivate and nurture the seeds within us. But once we get them growing... Now it's just tending and tending is fun. Now we get to enjoy the fruits of our labors. We get to kick back under the shade tree of our growth. It's so beautiful. It becomes so easy that 
the old self, the old ways you were, your shadow self, is gone. It's something, someone you once were when you didn't know any better. And you don't judge yourself for that. Our experiences, right? It's like our our growth comes from our experiences. And it's all just data. It's all information. But nobody taught us that. Nobody taught us that that it's data. Nobody taught us that we can change our experience. Nobody taught us that we are responsible for our experience here. And nobody definitely taught us, most people, that we are divine beings and that our very life is the initiation process. So everything that's happened to you up until this point has been your initiation process. So let me find my phone here. I want to look up the word initiation. Let's look up. Let's look up the actual definition of initiation. T-I-O-N. Initiation. The action of beginning something. The action of beginning something. Initiation. So your whole life up to this point has been your initiation process. And now here you are. So the question is, do you believe that you have a choice? Do you believe that you choose your experiences here? Do you believe that you are a container, a vessel for divine consciousness to express through and to bring heaven to earth? Do you believe those things? Do you believe that you have inherent qualities of the divine just as much as you have inherent qualities of your ego? You know, and the ego isn't something that we put away or take off. We we need our ego in the world. We can't walk around in the isness and just be in the isness all the time. We can't function that way. We'll return to the isness. That's what death is. There is no death. It's simply the dissolving back into the great ocean of consciousness, of isness. And we take our experiences with us, our growth, our soul's growth. So that's my process that I've been working with. And practices. So practice, I'm going to talk about, I'll dive in deeper on this podcast into these into practices. So for now, I would say this week is to realize (laughs) or to recognize that we're always thinking, we're thinking something all the time and everything we think is producing molecules of emotion as Dr. Candace Pert called them. And they're registering within our body, within ourselves, within our experience, the exact effects of our thinking. So we can't stop thinking, but we can certainly choose the quality of our thoughts and we can contemplate and think about our divine nature. So I will invite you to get your gene keys chart at genekeys.com. 
It's G-E-N-E-K-E-Y-S. Read it. The first four, it will tell you, your first four are your prime gifts and they comprise 60% of your personality. It's your conscious sun and uh, conscious earth and unconscious sun and unconscious earth on your birth chart, on your natal chart. And it's pretty fascinating to know. So dive into that. Start contemplating this week. Just saying, I am. I am these things. And if you're interested on my website, vibology.com, V-I-B-O-L-O-G-I-E.com, I do offer a Gene Keys initiation with Gene Keys drumming. Drumming and sound have been the profound catalysts that have shifted my vibrational being fast, faster than anything I've ever done. And drumming, shamanic drumming specifically, alters your consciousness as much as psychedelic drugs. And it's doing it naturally. Our body is so amazing. Our brain is a neurochemical factory. And you are capable of creating the best drugs and the best high you've ever had in your life completely naturally. Completely naturally. It's just so beautiful. It makes my my heart swell up right now just thinking about it. So if you're interested, you can go to my website and book a session with me. And I'm also in the process of creating a Drumming Your Gene Keys course, which I am aiming to have done by the first week of December. So that is this weekend or next week. So I'm going to aim to get that done really quickly because I have a lot of people asking for it. I did a YouTube video about it. If you're a drummer, that it would, you'll understand how to do it really fast. But if you're not a drummer, then I'm going to create this workshop so that you can learn how to do this for yourself, because it is one of the most powerful practices you can do is drumming your gene keys and singing your I am's, or I can create a song for you if you're interested. And if not, that's okay. Just go download your gene keys chart and start saying these gift and Siddic statements. I am, I am, I am feel them. Ask, ask your higher self, does this resonate with me? What kind of experience is this creating in me? Through this practice of saying this, notice the experience. Notice if you feel lighter. Notice if you start to feel hopeful, joyful, excited, expanded. Notice if the quality of your thoughts start to change in a relatively short amount of time. And then constantly the work, the practice is to constantly bring your thoughts back to thoughts that are empowering you thoughts that are aligning with the true nature of yourself and to drop all of the lower vibrational thoughts of worry, all of the lower vibrational thoughts of judgment, especially, especially now in the climate that we are living in. Because we are totally in a spiritual warfare. And the battle is for the hearts and the minds of humanity, which is, this is my rebellion. 
My rebellion is awakening. My rebellion is helping people awaken. My rebellion is helping people awaken to the truth of their divine nature. Because when you awaken to the truth of your divine nature, you become a sovereign being. And sovereign beings recognize the divinity, not only in themselves, but in everybody else. And we step into, and we step out of this mode of, you know, and this is what it means to bring heaven to earth. We step out of this mode of competition, comparison, judgment, fear. We step out of projecting these lower vibrational qualities onto the world. And we step into projecting our divine qualities onto the world and what we see in us, we see in others. And so we start creating and expanding the world through the vibration of reverence, awe, and humility. These are the essence, the essential divine qualities of spirit, of source, of the creator, of the divine. Reverence, awe, and humility. And it's just such a beautiful energy to be in. It's soft. It's expansive. It's it's love. And to me, it's the greatest rebellion. It's the only rebellion. It's an inner revolution. There's been enough outer revolutions. There's been enough wars. There's been enough fights. There's been enough me versus you, us against them, this side against that side. And instead, it's time for an inner revolution of me against me. Allowing the smaller self to die away, to vanish and evaporate into the nothingness that it really is and allow a higher vibrational quality of consciousness to animate the body. And when we do that, everything changes. So with that, I'm signing off and I'm sending you so much love, so much light. I hope you can feel the transmission in my words. And I'm wishing you all such a blessed day. Stay in the day you're in. Align your thinking to a bigger vision. Align your practices to that vision. And then you will change your experiences. And from there, you begin to expand everything. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to We Woke Up Like This. If you enjoyed this content, please like, share, and subscribe, and leave a review on our website, wewokeuplikethis.com. And we invite you to come activate the world with us at our inaugural event, Vibraiser. Our mission is one billion voices raising the vibration of the planet to love. And our vision is to create a cosmic wave of love that ripples around the world and out into the cosmos. Your voice and your energy matter. Come participate in this divinely inspired event that is part ceremony, part concert, part dance, all joyful and fun. It is 122.23 in Mesa, Arizona, and you can find tickets at vibrazer.com. And this first event is featuring the amazingly talented Ma Muse and 
for our conscious dance party, DJ Taz Rashid. See See you there. there. Thanks for listening. Bye.